0: Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Linda Lang. Hi, it is Linda Lang here from ThoughtChange.com. I love to help my clients create change in their lives and to expand their ideas of what is possible. Here on the podcast podcast, I do the same thing, helping you to explore areas of spirituality, consciousness, and alternative healing. Today, my guest is David Somerville, a transformational specialist. David's work is very similar to mine in the end result that we achieve for our clients, but our techniques and our way of being in our work is very different. Welcome David.
1: Hi Linda. I'm happy to be here and thank you for inviting me to your show.
0: David, you're a transformation specialist. Can you tell me a little bit
1: about what you mean? Basically, everything that I do is about uncovering the person we really are, you know, so whether it's um, my belief work sessions or uh, readings or sound healing, the intent is to uncover the person I'm working with, you know, their true self to get to allow them to experience who they really are in a real human way. You know, when we connect to our higher self, in a way, it's all our whole self. So it would be the subconscious, the conscious, and our superconscious or higher self, because we're one whole being. So it's it's like self realization on all levels. I love doing the work because everybody's unique. It's the most amazing experience from my side of the table is to see people actually uncover who they are and to realize that it, it, it's quite quite a quite a blessing that I can do what I do and uh, and see people unfold
0: I'm really happy that you include the unconscious in your work because I understand that the unconscious mind is also hardwired for our purpose yes it does hold on to experiences and memories and emotions and and lower mind things but it also holds the pattern and blueprint
1: of health and of purpose um the subconscious mind from my experience and and what other um other teachings that i've gotten is that the subconscious mind is actually the body and the body of manifestation is a subconscious mind the thing is is you know, from the ages of seven, or up to the age of seven, uh, we're in theta brainwave, basically, as children. And, you know, we're learning what the environment is, how to live, how to be a human being. And that's all great and everything. Uh, but the, the only thing is, is a subconscious mind, because of being a, being separate from our true self at birth, we separate and lose a sense of who we really are. What we're taught by the environment, our parents, society, etc., is what basically is in the subconscious mind, right? So, it's a limited version of reality, right? So, and it, it, I'm not making it sound all bad because, you know, we definitely learn a lot of things we need to learn, right? Recently, I I read there was a study where they said that actually only 30% of the beliefs and patterns we get as children are actually constructive. The 70% of beliefs and patterns and all of this really don't support who we are, you know? So,
0: Now you've said something very interesting that I'd like to bring up and I've heard it before that the unconscious mind is essentially the body expresses the unconscious mind. And I do see that. I do see it all the time. One doesn't want to step into a kind of spiritual righteousness and look at someone who, you know, has a physical issue or is Mm -hmm. overweight or has something on the physical level
1: Exactly. I totally agree with you. Um, you know, one of the thing with, with all the work that I do, um, and this is, this isn't a conscious choice that I had when I experienced the work, I feel no judgment, you know, as souls, we choose our experience, right? So, you know, it's kind of like if you've, if you've ever listened to, um, like, you know, near death experiences, people will talk about them. They'll say, uh, you know, I experienced it in this life. I was going to come and, uh, you know, I had my mother for this experience and, and we're together for this specific reason to learn this and all this type of thing. So the idea is, is that, you know, as a soul before we're born, we actually look at, okay, there's, um, you know, I have this person in my soul family. You want to, you want to be my mother this life, you know? And then, you know, we'll look at this genetic line at this given time, right? Because this genetic line, has this type of experience tied to it from the past, and then hey, we have these past life experiences that we had together, right? So, yeah, so maybe you're relating to poverty, something to do with it. We want to experience overcoming poverty. Let's say that's what the soul wanted to do, to learn about creation and being a creator, but doing it from uh, having you know a genetic program of poverty, and then also we've had past lives together as poverty. So so we incarnate together as mother and child. And then this is something that we overcome and experience in our own way. You as my mother and me as your son, right? So the idea is there's no judgment. You know, when I work with people, I tell them, no, listen, what I'm saying to you, there's no judgment in this. Your parents, there's no one to blame. Everybody's chosen the experience they have, right, for whatever it is. So, And then out of that lack of judgment, you know, it allows you to take responsibility for your own life, right? Within the session, it's not like I consciously say to the person, you need to take responsibility for your life. It's not like that at all. Because it's an interactive process energetically where that they actually feel the truth of that. I don't have to tell them anything. You know, I, I get the knowing of it. I'm inspired. I get downloads of phrases to say or, or expressions. And but they actually feel that because they feel it right in their heart. They have a sense of it. And because it comes from the creator's point of view, right? energy that we connect with that there's compassion built into that right so there's no judgment so so if i was just to go up to somebody and you know uh, to be honest i had that stage of my development right you know hey i'm a, I'm a psychic now i took psychic courses and and i did psychic readings this is a long time ago when i started and then you know i, I get messages about people and then i go up to them and say hey you should be this you know And then one of the big learnings was that is that, you know, I find it was kind of fun at first. You know, I'd help people, but then I encountered someone that I actually created trauma in them because they weren't ready to, to hear what I had to say or what I saw. So, you know, it wasn't my job to do that. So that was a stage of my development. But now within the work, it's the truth from the divine within them that they're experiencing. And that's really what sets them free so that they can totally take responsibility as a human being now because they're feeling the truth of it, right? And there's compassion with it, right? The truth of that. It's like they experience themselves as a full spirit. And then in that, they can take responsibility of the experience they're having and then it allows them to release it. If we don't take responsibility for our own life and our own creations, then we're stuck.
0: We don't have the power to change. Now, you're talking about some pretty deep personal work. How do you connect someone to that higher part of themselves, that divine, beautiful soul?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, it's unique for everybody. Um, You know, I started off, like I I mentioned, I I was taught how to, to do readings and all of that. You know, it seems all of my development has been about learning to be one with the energy of the divine within me, however that I perceive that. And it's changed over the years, right? My mind's understood it differently, et cetera. So when I have that connection, I don't actually do that. I connect to the energy first, and it's the energy of the divine that speaks through me, or I I tend to get downloads of information, not just the way it comes to me. And so I'm guided how to help that person experience it. So all my work, pretty much all my work we do, there's a heart connection between the divine. You know, I bring people into a meditation I wanted to share with everybody a little uh you know five minute meditation you can do every day which helps to open your heart because your heart is the seat of your soul you know i'm speaking for myself but i live most of my life in my head you know living in the memories and and living in you know um the shoulds and all of that type of stuff and you know once i discovered the heart and gone into that i realized that wow this is where i am you know the truth of who i am so I tend to work with people with creating a heart connection, so they have a sense of their selves, right? So the idea of that is, is organic, so it's not a mind process whatsoever. Like, sure, I use words, and we talk, and I go through a process with people, um, but it's really the divine and how they feel about what's going on that totally sets them free. I could give you a process, but it's not really that at all. It's really what they feel in the moment. I, I'm I'm the facilitator of that. And I witness it. That's the big, really, it's, it's the divinity within them that they're experiencing. I'm just a facilitator of them experiencing their own divinity.
0: Acceptance of the path or happens on the journey. and Learning from those experiences to help you evolve in your life.
1: Yeah. You know, if you look at nature, nature seems to take care of itself, right? It's just we're not used to doing that. Uh, we're used to living in our mind and to living in memories and the way things were because it makes it feel safe and comfortable, right? That's, that's okay. That's just the way mankind has evolved, right? You know, we're reaching a time in evolution of us as a human being where we're going to be moving beyond survival, right? That's the way it, it's come to me in my work and my own experience. And in doing so... Moving beyond survival is just trusting that energy that is nature and just allowing that to happen. So for different people, it's going to come in different stages. And learning to connect to your inner self, your higher self, is really a key thing. And if I had to teach one thing for people or offer one step for them to do is to take time every day to connect uh, with that inner self. You know, we take a shower. Every day, you know, we eat all the time. All of those things are about our survival. To me, it's, it's connecting to our divine self. If we don't know that we have a divine self, guess what? We don't have a divine self. Remember, our beliefs and intentions and what we perceive is our reality. Obviously, we still survive. You know, we're still here. So obviously, we're not disconnected from that self. But we limit it so much uh, without that awareness and actually connecting to it actively and consciously every day.
0: And I think that when you actually do develop that relationship with the higher self, it's so much easier to find the people, the places, and the experiences that resonate with you.
1: Yeah, totally. So if you think about it, like attracts like, right, in creation. So if you're in alignment with creation, it's like you're allowing creation to bring everything that you need to you, right? There is no time. The past, the future, the now, it all exists at once. So in that consciousness and allowing yourself as a human being experiencing, we're like the hand of creation, that we're here to experience. Basically, we're here to experience, right? We don't have to worry about the details. Our high, that's our higher self's job. That's what, you know, creation's job's about. We're, we need, we can just forget about that. Just be in the moment and live life. Everything will be fine, right? But because of the way things have evolved in the human experience, we're living from memories, right? So it's a limited concept. When you start to allow it in your life, you'll be surprised and you have to do it. It's not a mental process. You have to actually take a step in action to begin to trust the universe or creation to look after you. And, and that's a difficult thing I find for people. So that's the thing uh, that we find difficult is to trust that higher self because we have no history of it. You know, we have history a long time ago where we were more attached to the land, right? Attached to uh, the earth, you know, so we did trust the creator. But as part of our evolution, the last stages of our human evolution was about development of the mind. You know, so many people want to bash the ego or bash the mind that it's the creator's mind. It's in development to match a spirit and... There needs to be a development of the mind, and that's, that's for me, and that's, that's a perception I receive, that now we're moving beyond, that the mind has been developed enough for us to realize sort of a new evolution of a human being as a creator within a human forms.
0: So, David, what about the people that are experiencing difficult emotions, yeah. difficult circumstances in their lives? Have they got stuck somewhere in the lower mind that they're not able to create that life of joy mm. and ease?
1: Yeah. You know, whatever's in our consciousness, and when I say that, the subconscious mind really comes to mind because that's most of our consciousness here as a disconnected being, unless we're fully realized in our superconscious, that we live our lives through the memories, right? You know, so we're stuck that way. And that can be even good memories, because what if those good memories don't relate to who we really are? Just because they've been good memories, those can keep us stuck as well. So, um, how do people deal with that? Most people don't, actually, because it seems like a normal life. You know, this is what life is, and it kind of works, you know. You know, most people that come to me have had some type of self realization um, where life isn't working you know, whatever that is personally for them. And the other people, they're just not ready for it. They're they're still in the middle of the experience that they've chosen as a soul to, to come in. So in terms of those people, you know, they're just right in the middle of it. That's perfect for them. The spiritually enlightened and the person that's right in the middle of, you know, the darkness, so to speak, in other words, just not knowing who they really are, they're both perfect realities. None is better than the other. Just depends on where the person is that comes to me. I experience tend to be the ones that, that are ready to let go of the subconscious programming and, and in that way I can help them with it. So
0: both valuable experiences that operate learning and is definitely less comfortable.
1: Yeah. And you know, and that's where the judgment, you know, because um, the idea of the experience as a soul with free will. Uh, from a soul level experience, it's completely different. You know, as a human being, when I'm working with people, the experiences they've gone through from a soul level, it's almost like there's a higher perspective of what we go through. So being able to integrate that with the human side that has been through trauma, that is stuck at a given time, this is where the connection to the divine is really, for me, the, the only way for some people to move beyond that. You know, think about uh, the 12-step program in AA, coming from somebody that has a substance abuse background in my younger ages, that, you know, the idea of, of surrendering to the divine, you know, and then taking responsibility, that is just really uh, just another way of saying, I'm going to connect to my higher self. It's just a, a 12-step version of that, right? So the ability to to overcome the trials that people are going through At some point there, you know, from my perspective, it's almost like you have to let go of the past to become yourself. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. So when you look back at your life and the difficult spots, I think there comes a point where you can look back at that life and you can see the value in the lessons or even the steps that were necessary to the place where you are today and where you're going tomorrow?
1: Yeah, most definitely. You know, I wouldn't change a thing, honestly, in my life. And I've had some pretty low times and some pretty high times and the whole gamut there. And to me, I wouldn't be the person I am today without that. Now, has my life gotten easier? Yeah. You know, because I've processed and made choices to be responsible for what I was creating in my life, whether I was conscious of it or not at the time. And in doing so, With the idea of choice, I'm learning from those experiences. You know, I don't want to feel pain in my life. I don't want to create struggle in my life anymore. I can learn from joy. But it took me a long time to do that. So it's an evolution we go through. And everybody's at the perfect place of of their evolution. And,
0: And I'm sure having that connection with the higher self assists that life of ease and joy.
1: You know, really, that's the core of it that you know really my conscious idea of who i am is so small with the reality of what my higher self and the, the creator self that's completely hidden from my consciousness right so for me to know what's right for me even to say that for me personally is limiting just for me even to do that so i've learned over experience to trust and it just doesn't happen overnight you know i've had to trust it a little bit at a time to get comfortable with the idea of surrendering my choice to my higher self, right? At first, I didn't want to do that. I was like, well, I'm not going to give it, you know, to something external or, you know, that was the feeling I had inside. So, you know, once, you know, doing that over and over again in my life, I began to trust it. And so it's just a process of letting go and letting that higher aspect, my higher self, guide me. Now, you know, do I have choice? Yeah. I have the choice to either follow my own mind which is based on memories and experiences from the past and what I've been taught, or I can choose to follow that higher mind that I've developed a connection to that seems to know what I want in life in a really human way. You know, I I know it sounds esoteric, a lot of what I've talked about, but when you start actioning it, believe me, it's a really human outcome. You know, it's really something that, that affects your life in a really positive way, in a physical way.
0: I totally agree. And I'd like to thank you for offering the listeners uh, recorded meditation to help them develop that relationship and connection with a deeper
1: part of themselves. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. It's a simple meditation. The nice thing about it is once you've done it a number of times, it's like you have the memory of it, right? So it's basically a heart expansion. The heart is a seat of our soul. So the idea is you're expanding your heart energy. And, and what it does is it, it connects you to that inner self so let's say you're out at the grocery store and, you know, it's a Friday and it's busy and you're going to go off and do something and somebody butts in in front of you and it kind of ticks you off a bit and you feel like emotional and everything. You feel all of a sudden you were looking forward to the weekend and, and now that that good feeling's gone, right? So what do you do with that? So what happens is, is, you know, if you've done the meditation enough, you can actually just breathe in and out and focus in your heart and just expand that energy. It can connect you to that divine self. It can help you stay centered and stay connected with the inner truth of who you are. So it allows you to be less affected by the outer world, because really the only world that exists is the the world that's within you. And you know you'll really discover that the more you do the meditation, the more you feel about it, you'll notice that the outside world just doesn't seem to affect you the way it did. You know it doesn't mean to say you're going to become a monk or something and live in a mountaintop and not to talk to people. In fact, it'll be the opposite. You'll feel more like yourself. And when the outer world interacts with you, you'll be okay with it. You know, your friend Bob that is uh, complaining all the time, all of a sudden, you know, that's okay, Bob, but I'm not into that. And, you know, you'll be okay with on your own energy connection, because you're really creating a, a bubble of energy around you. It's you. And in that, you're bringing your spiritual self into the human, which is really why we're here, right? I've
0: seen in my own work that as people start changing and transforming and bringing more of their true self into expression, relationships can change or sometimes fall away if that resonance is no longer there.
1: Exactly. You know, in resonance, I love that. If you think about it, um, nature has a resonance. Everything's in resonance, right? You want to be with the right person. You want to have the right job. You want to have the right relationship with yourself, right? Right. It could come down to, I want the right car. I want the right broccoli at the grocery store. It's real physical things that, you know, when you're in alignment like that, believe me, shopping is so boring. At Christmas time, when you walk in the door and it's the first thing you see, you know, shopping's done quickly because it's like you attract. You're a big magnet to what you want, right? Like I say, it sounds a bit esoteric, but believe me, when you start actioning it, you'll realize, oh my God, this stuff actually works in a real way. So and and it's, and it's, it's totally freeing. You know, honestly, I have joy actually buying broccoli, you know, because I can feel it's the right broccoli that I'm actually holding in my hand. And uh, I know that sounds strange and weird. But you know, when when you actually experience it, it just your life begins to feel right. And always.
0: I love it. David, thank you for being our guest here on exploring the mystical side of life. Would you like to share your contact information?
1: Oh, certainly. my pleasure being here and uh, being part of what you're doing, which is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with me. My contact information, I'll give you my website. It's uh, www.transformativebeliefwork.com. I do Transformative Belief Work sessions uh, where I work with people one-on-one, and I can do that long distance. I work with people all over the world on uncovering the real you, helping you clear the subconscious mind, it's through a connection to the divine, like I've spoken about. All my work I do through a heart-focused connection to the divine within you. Yeah, so if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I do some other stuff there as well. I do um, sound healing and readings as well. So any questions you have, feel free to contact me anytime. I'd be happy to reach out. Perfect. Thank you for listening to
0: this week's episode of Exploring the Mystical Sun of Life. You'll find us on YouTube, on iTunes, Anchor.fm, and on PodCoin. Come visit me at thoughtchange.com. Pick up your free copy of Learning to Listen. Bye for now.